Hey now, I, this is my new like Fat Albert impression that I'm going to give at the beginning of our podcast. That's 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 what I'm doing. I'm doing Fat Albert. It's ironic. Uh, hey hey hey! As, as a um, hey hey hey! Formerly very skinny kid. I was and lean. You were lean. I was lean. I was not so skinny. mean, but lean. lean. No, I was least. skinny. I was skinny. I couldn't do. Yeah. I couldn't do uh, much besides run fairly well, a little bit faster than slow. <laughs> <laughs> For a really long time, though. For a long time. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, but um, we're we're going to talk about the band. Bam. Bam. B a m. Bam. Camp. Bam. Balanced. Art multi sports. Yes, and with its and they're they're leader. located they're located in Salt Lake City. Yep, big U- program, Utah. big triathlon community there. Yeah, lots of triathletes. Apparently, I didn't really realize this. You know, you, you get into a business like this, and you think, oh, I'll just produce some videos and put some stuff online, but. Then you start to do some marketing, and you want to target that marketing in in uh, uh, different markets, markets that are uh, pleasing for triathletes and or runners. Yeah, Salt did, Lake is up there. Yeah, and yeah. Provo. Well, why why should people listen to to this podcast today? Because we did an interview. We we're lucky enough to be able to do this with the entire camp at the end, where we interviewed the coaches and the athletes, and uh, they gave some really great perspectives on their experience with the camp. But I think anyone just interested in developing better community, better culture, and just taking some lessons from what that does. One and one doesn't make two. One and one makes 11. You see that, Bobby McGee? I do listen to what you say. You just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not just because I'm not good at math. That's actually because (laughs) what we're uh, talking about there, as you can imagine, is that we can always get more out of the results that we want when we work together, you know? So it takes a village, but I'll argue to say that it takes the right village. It takes the Mm -hmm. right leaders. It takes the right community, the right support. But when you find that, man, that's where the magic can can happen. That is where the magic can happen. And the thing about BAM, um, you know, this camp that we went to is for for, uh, young elites. So these are kids that have spent a lot of time already sort of training and and learning the the craft of competition in uh, uh, triathlons. And so they, they... we're doing their swimming and they're doing their biking and they got coaches helping them with that. And then, and then, uh, Bobby uh, McGee had zoomed in to help them with their running. And then we got to come in for a few days and, uh, work with them on the strength training part of helping them, helping propel them forward literally and figuratively. Yeah. And that also gave me some ideas when we were at the camp about, what we really need to learn fundamentally about using the base strength that we have and recruiting that better, right? So muscles that wire together, fire together, and we're looking a little bit closer at, sure, we want to get stronger and we want to be able to get our bodies to do or to be able to keep up with the demands that we have. We can always get stronger. It's it's almost like not there's not much of a limit to to that. In other words, we can 
continue to get stronger and see results. And that's, that's relative to a better swim, bike, run, also just better overall confidence. I mean, when you walk in the door, knowing that you are fit and knowing that you are the best version of yourself, that makes a difference in just your attitude. Um, knowing you know, you've got you, guns like mine. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, welcome to the gun show. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that triathletes are known for their guns, but, um, but Hey, we do look at little things like how we can contribute more of this understanding stacking when we talk about stacking our joints and being able to really use that pelvic bowl um, along with our transverse abdominis so those anticipatory muscles that we talked about before with um, dr um, jessica dorrington mm-hmm. uh, she that was a great podcast a couple of podcasts back so listen to that one guys about how we it all really starts with our core, right? And and but she gives great explanations as to why that is and how we can we can do that. And certainly working with somebody like Jessica, I took a lot of that to the camp to be able to get that light bulb moment with a lot of athletes that I have not worked with before and even the ones that I have been working with some of them were at the camp and even with them we had some really good light bulb moments because when you start to talk about how you can take what you have right now and recruit it better i think that is the the best motivation motivation is is fleeting it doesn't last so how can we keep motivated how can we keep that going well, I think we keep that going in part by just under, understanding how to optimize what we currently have and then get better from there. And that's why I like to start with so much of this stacking and, and breathing mm-hmm. and skill sets that now all of a sudden start to make sense, right? And that's what I was talking to with a few of the kids in the camp. And they will talk about this in the interview today where they're saying, Um, I've been told that I need to change something in my form, in my running form. I've been told that I need to get my foot to land closer to my heel, but I really didn't understand how to do that. And now that I understand how to stack, I can start to understand how I can accomplish those things. So that was kind of exciting to, to, to have those light bulb moments. And of course, just to be around these, these other coaches that are so dedicated, um, want to definitely give a shout out to the coaches, Shannon and Wes. And of course, Andrew, I mean, these, and Jeff and uh, Jeff, Nat yeah. and Nat, Paul these, was there and. Yeah, and um, you know, again, it's not like most of you uh, listening know who these guys are, but you'll hear in this podcast what, uh, how how good they are at what they do, and how dedicated they are to this program, and and how much that you can get out of this just by listening. I think to some of the revelations and some of the really inspiring stories that that came out of this, um, you'll hear. Uh, about a young man who couldn't even speak English coming into this country at 17 years old and just wanted an opportunity. And he's making incredible progress, not only in his sport, but also just he, he can speak amazing English already just after a few months. And he um, had trouble understanding me when we first went into the first program, which was like six months ago. 
Um, and then now he could understand most, if not all of what I was saying. So that just amazing, amazing to, to see that kind of progress. And he started tearing up and, and crying. It, it, I think it, it's even in the podcast where you hear him talk about his experience, but just it's all about the community and they helped him to get to that uh, transition and he wasn't on his own he, and he has that support and that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were definitely very lucky to be included in this this camp wrap-up meeting at the end of their week. And uh, it really is touching to see how the kids bonded together, how they uh, th- their individual light bulbs went off, and then how um, much they did. It was obvious they felt so supported by the coaching staff of BAM. Yeah, so it was an, it was an honor to be invited. We are going to be working several more camps with BAM. I think Wes, he called it BAM so that every time I say, I said, BAM. You don't even just want to say. <laughs> you just don't want to say BAM. Yeah, you don't That's say. That's not fun. No. BAM. No. It's motivating just to say BAM. Bam. All right. So guys, um, hope you enjoy this one. This is take out take out the mental notebook and hey guys we also have just a video link for the podcast here you'll be able to see some of the athletes and the coaches in this video it's a fun little promotional video for the camp but um you'll be able to see us in action so hopefully you enjoy looking at that especially once you hear their stories i think this will be fun looking at the actual athletes and coaches involved fun little video check that out if you get a chance thanks so much we'll talk to you next time and we, 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 this is a great opportunity to reflect and learn from each other about what you got out of it and how you, this is going to help you. So let's, um, I don't, do you think it's best where we go in order or should we just kind of have it be, I mean, I want you to feel like you're ready. So who would like to go first? We can go in order from there. I think the biggest takeaway I got this week is, you know, I've been doing a mentorship with Matt and um, I think the best way to explain my thought process around Matt is I feel like he's a guru and I looked up the definition just because I wanted to make sure it was exactly what I meant and it just influential, influential teacher. And I think, you know, there's a lot of paths in life and I've, been doing training for probably 13, 14 years now, certified trainer. And he's unique that I've never met anybody that dissects movement in a way that he does. And so I feel honored and very grateful that I get the opportunity to work with him and learn from him. And, um, you know, a lot of things he does, I'm like, yeah, i wholeheartedly believe in that and other things I'm like you know I've never looked at it that way a a whole different perspective and I think we all need to be curious and I think we all need to be open to learning and I think at this camp I've seen a lot of very curious athletes and a lot of people that have been open to learning so That's what I got Um, from this camp. I'd say that the biggest thing that I learned this week was to take ownership of everything in your process for training. And that doesn't mean just taking ownership when you have a bad workout and not blaming it on 
other people, but it's like so much more than that. It's taking ownership of figuring out what your process is like with things with Matt. Like what do you need to do to be your best and how are you going to get the most out of his specific training and how are you going to get the most out of your environment and just figuring out how you specifically can get the most out of everything that we're so like fortunate to have access to. Like what am I going to do to get the most out of being able to spend time with Jeff on on the bike or what am I going to do to get the most out of having a conversation with Wes about mental skills? And then how are you going to like taking enough ownership of the things that you learn to apply it back into training? I don't know. It really is hard to pick, take away what I learned and just sum it up. But I think the thing that always seems to impress me with getting a group of athletes together, <clears throat> uh, especially athletes of this caliber and, um, this week's been a little bit special because I think that the, the athletes that we do have here are, uh, some of the best that we have ever had, you know, Wes, like you said, this has been one of the better camps we've ever had and having everybody together and, and being, I don't know, just the willingness to be able to be open, to learn, to be vulnerable and everybody just gets along really well, which is, which is helpful. Um, but, uh, I just, there's so much talent in this room. It's, it's amazing to me. And I think that it has been a good camp, but, um, I think that there's a lot of work that I still have to do on the, the strength side of it. And just being aware of all the different ways that, that you can go through strength. I mean, when you were talking last night about the different uh, things that you take into consideration and, and looking at it, at it, I think I'm going to have to look at it with different eyes than I ever did before. Uh, I would never consider myself a strength coach. I've always relied on Andrew for that type of stuff. But in bike fitting, I have to understand what's happening with the body, with the strength. And, and I've learned that I have a whole new uh, reference point and something that I can look at. Um, you heard earlier today that Jocelyn was able to work with Ashlyn, the athlete that I'm working with on her uh, back issues that she's been having. And uh, the exercises have helped. And it's been something that has improved. And today was first time on the dirt in how many months? I, But I really did learn that there always is a different way to look at it. And I think being open and being coachable, acting uh, more like a sponge and just saying, okay, there's not always a right way to do it. There's a different way to do it. And we can find a better way to do it if we're constantly looking for the new thing. And so um, I'm looking forward to being able to use it and um, yeah, see some improvement. Um, there's a lot of like individual takeaways I could take away from like skills through swim, bike, run, strength, mindfulness, but I really came out of this camp with a new appreciation for everyone we're working with. Um, every single coach and staff member I learned from this week and working out with all of you guys was amazing too. So it's so great to learn from everyone because we all have different backgrounds and different experiences. At least experiences, three months before being um, outside and we're seeing it come sport, together. And I'm excited to continue with it and hopefully keep working with everyone um, through my experience. So it's been an awesome week with you guys. 
that this this group is um so great at collaborating and that whether whether we're a coach or an athlete or new coach or long-term coach um we always all have so much more to learn there's always new things and and new approaches and um I've learned that the, this group, nobody's in it for themselves or for, for glory or for any ulterior motives. It's all just for the betterment of each other, betterment of the athletes, betterment of coaches so that we can all help each other more. And I just love that. Um, and I, I just appreciate <clears throat> all of the knowledge that's been shared for me so that I can take that back to my personal clients and my personal athletes and become a better coach. And I think that's what life in this sport is all about. Um, and then I, in all seriousness, just think that this particular group of youth are like, you guys are just like really, really great of all the youth groups that I've worked with. You're, you're all just amazing. And I, I think it's awesome. Um, one of the biggest things that I've taken away from this camp was the fact what Bobby said in the um, meeting that we had with him was that this is the youngest you're ever going to be. Um, you got to take moment, take action in every moment that you live and you have to learn from every single person that's around you and what you are like being told, like with Matt, with the stacking and with um, like swimming through your um lats instead of your um, biceps and all of that it's and then when you're running using the stacking to um, increase your speed by a little bit when you're fatigued all of that just hit me really hard because it made me realize that like I don't know everything even though I think all the time that I know a lot but there's always more to learn especially when you're surrounded by all these coaches Two nice surprises this week. One, I, um, and I, I really needed this first one. You know, I shaved eight seconds off of my mile PR yesterday and I, yep. <laughs> because, because I shaved my face. <laughs> yeah. Because I shaved my, my face. Yeah. I shaved eight seconds. And, um, I mean, it's been hard. Like I've been working only on running a mile under five minutes for a year and a half but have been talking about it and working on it off and on or having it be part of the big picture for seven years. Um, and there are times when like, it's really frustrating of not seeing or feeling the progress or waiting for the breakthrough or knowing there are so many things to be working on and, uh, lacking, lacking or losing confidence in, am I actually working on the things that are going to bring this result about? Cause you know, I'm getting, uh, have moments of impatience for a sense of progress and just have to keep going. So to enjoy that, um, that breakthrough was, was really great. Uh, so that was one. And then just the second thing really short, um, I set lifetime five minute and 10 minute power records on our snow Canyon climb today. And I'm not bike training right now. Um, so it was a nice win to feel like, oh, while I've been putting in all this work for the run, it has or is paying dividends in other areas. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, I think the biggest takeaway was just being able to 
learn and live with all the athletes and coaches around me. Um, because I don't have a team at home. It was just a unique experience to see kind of what everyone did behind the scenes. Also, besides just, you know, putting effort into the workouts in terms of like recovery and what they ate. I just learned so much from seeing how they could, how they prepared themselves for their next workout and how they mentally, you know, started the day. Like, um, you know, with Jossie and Abby, I think we always managed to stay, you know, positive throughout the week and we were always making each other laugh. And I think that was a huge part of seeing that, you know, all the successful athletes and coaches around me always had a positive attitude. So I think that was a big part of why this camp was so successful is that everyone was always trying to be ready to put in the effort, but also, you know, help each other out at the same time. So I think I just really appreciated that. One of the things that you need to understand is that that doesn't happen very often at a camp too. So Every individual in here allowed that to happen and the levity and the excitement and the the happiness and the enjoyment that was here was created by each of you individually. And again, I mean, Wes even made the comment just about like an hour ago and he's like, what a good group this is. I mean, everybody's in, you know, they're happy, they're getting along. And he says, I, I think this is the best group we've had, the best camp we've had and yeah i agree with him and so that's not normal you'll get into a camp where it's not like that and there's drama and there's people are always unhappy and they're complaining about everything and so take that and take that to the rest of your camps and go no this is how it can be and yeah jocelyn's really good at being happy you know and i tell jocelyn all the time it's hard to not smile when she shows up in the room, but you can take that and you can be that next person and, and do that. So yeah, it doesn't happen often. So I feel like one of my biggest takeaways from the camp is the ability to reflect. I feel like most athletes, myself included, just go through the motions. We wake up, we work out, we rest, we work out, we go to bed, repeat day in, day out, day in, day out. So, and I feel like if we do that, we don't really take away anything. We just keep doing the same things over and over again. So I've committed myself once I return back to my house on Monday, I'm going to start writing a journal. Because as Coach Matt said, if we write something down with pen and paper, it really resonates with us. It helps us learn, like it helps us appreciate our pros from the day from working, but also helps us realize our cons and stuff we have to work on. And I'm really happy I was able to learn uh, the art of reflection during this camp. And I'm really excited to start writing my journals when I come back home. I'm not going to take a lot of time. I just want to say in for the past two years, I've just been hearing secondhand about in the vernacular, it's called the BAM fam. And to me, my takeaway is what that really is, is just, first of all, a community of very open and accepting people. And secondly, just a tremendous amount of intelligence and expertise, professionalism. And um, like listening to Jeff um, do Lane on the bike last night, I was just, I was filming and taking pictures, but I was also just like, this guy is so smart. And, 
Andrew and and Wes and listening to Matt um, and then you athletes <laughs> amaze me because I know how hard it is to do the stuff you guys do. Anyways, just the circle got bigger this weekend and it's just awesome. So overused word, but that's how I feel. We hear this sometimes, but I think my biggest takeaway was the more I learn, the more I realize that I don't know everything. The more like there's so much to learn, um, and especially at this camp with the the coaches that uh, Bam and Coach West have brought in, it's crazy. Um, starting off with uh, Coach Bobby McGee with our mental um, seminar. I learned so many new things and I've attended five of those seminars. There's just so much to learn there. And then the next day going into the running gate and realizing that you can take that mental process right into your running gate, right? And then going into Coach Matt last night and working on our strength stuff and into today, there's so much to learn. And I think the big thing for me was, it's okay that I don't know everything right now. And I, I won't know everything, I, I never will. And that's, that's why Coach Matt is working with gold medalists, because even at the best in the world, nobody knows everything. And there's always something to be learned. Um, and as an analyzer, that's tough for me. I just want to know everything. I want to absorb everything. But being okay and knowing that I got to stay present now um, and that there's, there's time to absorb all this information and knowing that I'm not going to know everything, but it's just about taking in one or two things every single time. I think that was that was key for me this time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so 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 good to be here with the the group. Uh, I really was needed this in my life. Like like change change my day because it's like uh just uh, wake up training and work study and uh, it's like repeat and uh, i was thinking to come just on like yesterday in the west call me on monday hey you need to come here now to to help us and okay, I'll go. And it will be like so much fun for me to be here with the group and uh, like meet new, new people and make these people like family for me because it's, I live here for like three years and I, I am. Like alone here, I don't have family, and I make this this group my family. And sometimes it's it's hard, but it's 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 great to be here. And thank you so much for like the, the help. Everyone here helped me to to be better. And yeah, thank you.
Um, so I guess one, I guess the biggest thing, like if you were to put it in like a little phrase is, you know, I've only been working with Wes for a few months now. And so what I've learned from this camp is kind of like the same, same thing I've been learning in this first few months of working with him, but it's taken working smarter, not harder to a whole completely, not even new level, but like a completely new world for me that I've never, never even like seen or known. And so it's just been interesting to, you know, one, come to these camps and I love, you know, camps like this because one, it's just, you know, a bunch of great people, coaches, staff, athletes, being around people who are just as committed as you are to what you are doing. Because for, at least for me, you know, I go home and you're in your own little world. It's kind of like only you who is this, um, this motivated and this committed to this thing that you're doing. And then when you all come together, it's like, oh, there are people like this that do this, you know. Um, and so that's one thing is be, to be able to surround myself with, you know, people who are just as committed and single-minded to this um, as I am and kind of being reminded of what that looks like. Um, and on the working smarter, I've just learned so much about, you know, the way you treat your body and training, whether it's, whether it's running, you know, eight thirty nine nine minutes a mile for two months and somehow seeing improvement or doing these movements in the gym that, you know, in the moment, like on the, the first time I did the rocking breathing bridge, I showed up in the gym and it's two minutes. And so I'm sitting there rocking back and forth on a plank. So it looks like I'm struggling on a plank for two minutes. <laughs> and somehow this, that combined with 830 minute miles, it's just crazy. Everything that I've learned, I've had like an overload of information. It was kind of what Luke was saying. I've just had an overload of information that has been really hard to process. Um, but, you know, just working with Wes and Matt and all the, you know, staff here has you know, given me a lot of information. And uh, the biggest thing is just I've learned how to work smarter and not harder. Um, and just being surrounded with like-minded people is my biggest thing for, you know, these camps and this team now. So, yeah. I haven't been here very long, but I think I'm just grateful for this opportunity to be able to come here and experience like everyone in this room value similar things. And I've never experienced that before because all the kids like at high school, no one really understands like everyone are like is like, why do you do that? Why do you train all the time? Why? And it's just cool to come here and have people who actually understand why you do it and be able to, and I'm just grateful for this opportunity to meet all these people and I'm grateful for all the coaches that help me be able to achieve my goals. So um, I feel very good with this camp. I feel this is my second family in the world. Um, but my... My scenes, so my best scenes that happened here was start with Wes and and Jeff. They we start in the house 
for not on time, but I feel very good because they say they believe me. In Dominican, the people never say that. The people never say, I believe you, Melvin. You can. You are strong. So when I listen to that, I cry. So Wes, Jeff, every people here, I love these people. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> kind of likewise, I haven't been here all week. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of a pseudo athlete. I look around the room and I'm like, man, these kids are fast. I am twice the age of them. So it's always some great humble pie in the water. When I lived in New York, I used to think in triathlon terms, I was a great swimmer like a great swimmer. And then I swim with Wes and I swim with like the BAM team and like even, you know, at camp and apart from it, it's, it's just it's like such an eye opening experience. Um, what I think I learned the most, um, I loved hearing kind of the chatter. Like there was just some conversation going on down in the kitchen downstairs of like, I don't remember whether it was Tanner or, or who it was. And I don't want to put somebody on the spot and say the wrong name, but it was like, I'm so glad I saw you corner that way. Like that really helped me. And just kind of that synergy of like how you guys are gaining information from each other, because as triathletes, we're so insular. We're so on our own heads. We're so in like what we think is best. And especially as you get older. So I love the fact that like Bobby shared that, like you're only young once because it's, it's true. And I think as you kind of like get set in your ways, um, it's something that as an adult, really important to just continue to remember. I will go. Um, all right. So I'm going to try to say this without getting emotional myself. There's so much greatness in this room. And when I look at all of you and, and coaches obviously are in this mix. You know, first of all, what the coaches sacrifice for, for who they believe in and for what they believe in and for the person, uh, that's, it's, it's what we need more of because the children are our future. <laughs> Let them I have to crack jokes or I'll start uh, tearing up, right? But <clears throat> you guys are our future. And um, here. That was good. Thank you, Jeff. You're hired as well. Um, I want I, I want to make a little bit of a point here. <clears throat> Earlier today, admittedly, I think that all of you have been really picking up so much in this camp. And there's a few of you that I've been working with more online. And then there's about, you know, half of you or so that, that I haven't. And so getting to know you a little bit better and to see some of the characteristics that I think are driving you towards this success and understanding those things about you, that is where I struggle a lot of times with athletes that I don't know yet, right? Because I'm trying to bridge that gap and I'm trying to communicate in ways with athletes that I don't know yet to help them to make progress. And I feel like, where's the trust, right? Like, how do you know 
that what this person here is saying, how do you know that that is true? How do you know, why would you trust me in the first place, right? How do we build a relationship so that I can give you maybe a little bit of what I, I know, and you can take that and you can run with it, right? But you can improve and that's the goal, but it doesn't matter how much I know until you know how much I care, right? And, uh, I, I just, you know, I want to to bring this up with uh, Tanner. I Tanner, I was hard on you earlier today, and I'm honestly really impressed with the fact that you did not like go off and pout in the corner or something. You know, you were really great about taking on that that responsibility that I was talking about. And the rest of the day, we talked about it afterwards man, you know, you were really focusing on so many different aspects of the training so you could get more out of it today. And I say that because I want you to know, I noticed that and I'm impressed by that. As a high school cross country coach, I saw more and more so that people weren't um, getting fit to run. They were running so they could get fit, right? They were changing their that mindset to say, um, I'm going to join this team, but I don't really want to work that hard. I just want to kind of have fun. I want to be around my friends. But that culture for me was not serving them the way I think it should have. And so I was trying to figure out a way to get more of these athletes to understand that we all get stronger when we work together. And when we have the kind of culture that I'm hearing about right now and that I'm seeing in front of me, and then we have our numbers stronger because we do believe in our process to success and we do believe in supporting each other. I want to make sure I say that correctly. I'm listening to every single person talk about the culture and every person is bringing up very special memories and attributes about another person. And this is what I mean. We have this intertwined web of not only communication, right, but respect and sharing, right? And Jossie wants to share something that she has learned with Ashlyn now, right? This is what needs to grow this attitude, this culture, this responsibility that you've been given, this, this is our future. We need to work together. And I really do believe that with the health and fitness goals that you guys have been talking about, I didn't hear about any W's in there today. I didn't hear about how, well, I need to win a national championship. So that's why I'm here, right? Or I, I need to do this, I, 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 and WWW, right? It's about getting better. And more importantly, it's about hearing each and every one of you talk about how you want the people around you to get better with you. That is that is so amazing. I do want to bring up with the coaches, coach Andrew, for example, uh, I am 
certainly flattered. And, and I, and I really appreciate the fact that Andrew gives me the kind of, uh, respect that, that, that he does. I'm, I am, I am absolutely no, no guru. I think, um, Bobby McGee to me is, is the, is the true guru, somebody I aspire to be one day, but I know where you're coming from. And when you say those kind of things, all I can think of, look at his correctos, right? Like he's talking to me about, (laughs) he's talking to me about this and he's got his correctos in, right? And this is what my point is like, because he's willing to learn because he's open to the, uh, the, the, the ideas that I may be sharing, he's open to that because he's actually humble enough to say, you know, maybe as a coach, maybe I can bring more to the athletes that I serve. That's, that is also so rare guys. Just know that that the coaches sitting in this room Shannon, the first time I ever met her, just running to my notebook and I'm just pointing over there. There's my notebook. Can you run over there? Write this note down. Will you video this for me? She never even met me before. And she just running back and forth. And I remember it was hot out and we're trying to just get all these kids taken care of and never met me before. And she is just doing everything she can to help me because that is the kind of coach that she is. And I know that Wes had a lot to do with building a culture, but I also know that he's incredibly fortunate to have the kind of coaches that are around him. And I'm sure he'll talk about that, but I'll tell you, it's incredibly rare where more coaches are all standing in the corner, right? And none of them are talking to each other and they're all fighting for the athlete in the middle of the room. But again, I wouldn't even be here if it weren't for the open-mindedness of these coaches. Um, and I really appreciate that. And I'm humbled by that. And, you know, finally, I just like to say athletes getting to do this, athletes who are, they get to be here, right? They have this opportunity. And th- that is something that I think you guys all have really shown that you realize how fortunate you are that you get to do this, that you get to be here and that you get to have this information from these coaches. And I know you all really respect it. And I'm also as a coach, even more humbled to be in the presence of somebody like coach Wes, who clearly sacrifices, goes out of his way and does everything he can just to give a person an opportunity. I know you appreciate that. And I appreciate coach West now even more for that. So, um, I, I, I've, you know, I've said too much already, but you guys are amazing, uh, human beings and I am humbled. And I tell you what, if, if this is the way our future is going, we're going to be okay. And that's what I feel great about. And sure. I hope that some of you can get to the highest levels in your sport. Of course I do. Okay. And yeah, I'm very lucky to work with some gold medalists and some world champions and things like that. But I absolutely love that you guys didn't talk about that as being the goal here. I love it. I love it. That is exactly 
where you need to be so you can actually be the best. All right. So um, before I go move on to Coach West, Chad, do you want to say anything to to the group? Besides, it's going to be bad. It's going to be. Good job, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And drop drop the mic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's so good. Realize like the opportunity you have that you're here, you know, like there's so many, so many talented people in this world that are... it's incredible, incredible, incredible people. And they will never have the opportunity you're having just because of where they live or their financial situation. Um, I, I shared a, that thing from Malcolm Gladwell from the book outliers of, of something interesting. I wasn't even going to say this. And then you, you said that, um, he, he talked about like, he gave several examples of several sports teams, like hockey teams in Europe, football, soccer teams, just several, several examples. 90% of them came from wealthy families. Um, and also, I mean, just, this is just like our, how our society, you're forced into a society, a model of the society puts you in because 90% of those teams, their birthdays were from January to March. Like, there's just as talented kids in November and December, but our society, because of how that's structured, we, we, when we're recruiting around the world at 11 year old, 12 year olds, just because they're six months earlier, that's a huge period of development, eight months, nine months. And I've committed to, to work past that block, that barrier and make a find opportunity from people even around the world that maybe wouldn't have that. Um, when I see something special and, um, Luke, Luke said something, um, he was like, you've gotten so good at athlete selection. And I thought about it. I was like, damn, you're right. (laughs) 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 Um, I know the best because we learned, we learned the hard way from that. And I completely like 100% made a 180 decision on, I'm not going off of talent anymore. Yes. There's a kind of a baseline talent that people come, but, but that's not my, that's no, I mean, (laughs) I mean, let me explain that better. I'm not to talent is not my, my number one go-to naturally some talented, obviously talented people, you know, come to us, but that is not my way of recruiting or way of saying yes to an athlete. I have so many more questions before I get to talent. And, and I, I mean, just hearing you guys tonight, like, oh my gosh, my, I know every time that we have like an amazing session like this, and my feet sweat and there's like a puddle under my feet. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. Like my feet, you guys, you, you got, you guys, that was, that was just an incredible, incredible session. Yes. <laughs> but no, but really, as I, as I think back, like just hearing you guys all talk, like I thought back to, to when, 
you know, we had an initial conversation about taking you on as an athlete and, and personally, like for me, God is a big part of my life and I'm, I don't feel like I need to hide that because that's what really guides me and everything. And as I think back, like you were talking about Melvin, there's a lot of, there's actually in the last couple of years, there's actually been a lot of international athletes that just send an Instagram message. Like, what do I need to do to come out there? And I usually don't really think much of it, but I don't know what it was about Melvin's message. Cause like, I just felt something different and I was like, let's see what we can do to make this happen. And then I think back to like now I think, and I haven't even thought about this, but I think back to each of you and realize like how that thought process went and the questions I asked you and, and, and how that has been, it has been a 180 change from how we brought athletes here before. And, and then I think back to, um, to even staff, like with, um, back to like Jeff and Andrew and, and how all that came into play, because there's, there's actually a lot of people that you, and you guys can know exactly who these are without me saying the names that just like, Oh, bam, those guys are awesome. I just want to go right on those coattails and, you know, and, and there's been some people that have burned us pretty bad. And so I've also learned from that. And then, but then there's the special individuals that want to be a part of it that I know it's just like an initial feeling. You just know it's right. And I don't know, even with Matt, I like two years, two years before you came to the camp, Bobby had sent, sent a message. You got to contact this guy. Like he is, he's next level. you like, you, you have to contact him. And I kind of thought, Oh yeah, let's do it. I think we emailed once. And then I just, and for, I don't know why, but two years later before the select camp, Bobby was going to come and I was like, Hey, what about that Matt guy? And then Bobby, I think brought it to you. And it's just like, it's just the intuition just builds and improves. And that's how each of you guys are as athletes. Like these layers that you learn every single day, these intuitions of even in a race of those tactics, all those little things, you just get better at over time. You don't even have to think about it anymore when you're in that race moment. We've talked about that a little bit, how some of these things become subconscious and you become better as an individual, as an athlete, you make better decisions. And so thank you for, for that. And some of you are, are new here. And, and those of you that like even work with, with, um, Trinity as a coach, um, I, I talk to her a lot and she cares about you guys a lot too. And, and we, there's a lot more beyond the back behind the scenes than you realize to, to get you guys to that, to that next step. And all this staff, we convert talk all the time, every day about you. And you mean so much to us. And that's why this is special. So thank you. Uh, I could go on forever and I will end up either crying or sweating more for my feet. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thank you.
So, Wes, I've had to share a number of beds with Wes when we go to like races and camps. And. <laughs> no, eh? Who can. There's no. <laughs> I'm trying to save trying to save money but he would get he would get so nervous that he would run every athlete's race the night before in bed while he's sleeping and I'm laying next to him and Wes is like this the whole night <laughs> moving around you know and then he used to tell me he's like I, I have to take the bottom of the sheet out because my feet don't I, I thought, oh, yeah, he's tall. He needs to undo the sheet at the bottom. No, because he would run everybody's race the night before. <laughs> and then we would show up to the races and he'd stand around and he would pick at his neck. He was so nervous all the time. Who was it? Cade's mom that got you the mints the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always minting. You're always minting. Yeah. <laughs> but what? Yeah, what were those? Well, they were the nervous mints. What were the? What were they called again? The mint, the company, like the the duo. the duo. You know, like the whole thing. And so, yeah, he would just be popping those mints in his mouth the whole time, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner. Oh, icebreakers. <laughs> Has everybody heard the jogging story about the guy in the manhole? <laughs> this camp. All right. Well, well, we can end with that. This camp. We're 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 on a trail run. First of the first part of the story is also incredible. This like ten year old kid pops out of a sewer, <laughs> and he's like, he's like. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> and then I, we're all like laughing instantly within seconds. Tanner goes, you do you, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, now I'm really crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh and then on the ride today, uh, on the ride today, I am, now. I'm on his, I'm on his wheel. <laughs> I'm on the group wheel on the flat and the, I'm on the, sorry. We we're, these guys are time trialing snow Canyon and I am hanging on the group for the flat and the downhill part. And I'm on his wheel for like 30 seconds. He, he, he looks back and says, Wes, you're still there. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah me and Tanner are walking <laughs> from the pool <laughs> we were we were actually like in a good conversation about the, something in the training that day and we're just walking we walk into the house we walk like close to the couch like it's the exact same setup and then there's all these different people in there. 
<laughs> and yeah, there's all these different people in there. I'm like, and I, and I said out loud, where are we? No, everybody's watching this movie. No one looks. <laughs> no, no one looks at us. And I'm like, I'm standing like at the couch, like feet away from this person. And I'm like, it felt like, like the twilight zone. I was like, yeah. And then I looked at Tanner and then I walk out. I'm like, Tanner, we're in the wrong house. Still no one looks. <laughs> And we walk out, and I don't think anyone knew we walked in, but we were. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs>